0: Good morning, good afternoon, good night. Welcome to Craftheads Podcast, episode 155. This is the first episode of 2023. Happy New Year, everybody. This Happy is New Year, everyone. The, this is the podcast about everything, but also nothing. I did it right that time. Nice. Wait, no! What? what? It's nothing but also
1: everything. You <laughs> said, all right, so let's get it right. This is the podcast about nothing but yes. also
0: everything. God! That's the correct way to say it? Yes, but even though, like you said, it's pretty much the same. Yeah, thing. and who really gives a fuck, anyways? Yeah, yeah exactly. But this, uh, the one common thread for every episode, of course, is that we have a boozy beverage of some kind. So before we get into the topic, um, I wanted Tommy to try this immediately because it is uh, temperature sensitive, it's creamy. But- Yes, yes so you can over, see my tongue in the episode image, oh yeah. in um whenever tommy and I'm sorry, whenever Jake and Kelly were visiting over the holidays, uh, I bought them a bottle of this on a whim because it looked cool and whatever. And this cause it's like a kombucha bottle it, it's really neat looking. So they buy they kind of got us hooked on um bamboo cream rum, which is a rum-based cream and uh, I've kind of fallen away from it because it has natural flavors and caramel color. the hell is but, bamboo? You'd recognize it if you saw it. But this, unfortunately, also has caramel coloring. But what are you going to do? This is called Burnt Church Bourbon Cream Liqueur. So oh, it's kind of like, it's like your, um, your bourbon ball. Yeah. Here's the thing. On the back, it says, for your enjoyment, one, pour over ice, two, add to coffee or tea, three, pair with other cocktails or alcoholic beverages, four, freeze... And enjoy as soft serve. I brought you a tiny little spoon, Tommy. That's
1: hilarious. Dude, I thought you wanted me to lick it.
0: When you try this, I'm telling you, I, it's already melting a little bit, but oh my God. Here it goes. Ooh. Isn't that mind-blowingly, mind-blowing, decadent? Yeah. Wow. That, that should be a resolution. Of that is mind. really good. 14.5%. So it, I feel like it tastes boozier than it is.
1: Would you agree with that? Yeah, I was gonna say it's actually pretty strong.
0: Yeah. It's especially frozen. I'm I'm drinking it now just cold.
1: Oh shit. I might need Claire to take a little sip of this. Go for it. I'll be right back. Yeah. Did she approve? She did. She and actually, funny enough, she said yes. that her and her friends did some traveling to Hilton Head mm-hmm. and they stopped there on the way in. I didn't even catch where it was from. It's Burnt Church and it's
0: it's burnt in the, it's in the southeast corner of South Carolina and it's only like forty minutes from Savannah, if that, something like that. So I definitely want to take a trip there because I looked them up online. They have a ton of spirits. And if their spirits are as good as their bourbon cream, then mm. I want more.
1: And this is the, this is the time for your bourbon cream yes. in winter time. Oh, it
0: really is. So I'm glad you enjoyed it. That's what I was really excited about you trying. Well, what's this extra spot for? That, I just poured that for myself, so I had a drink. Oh, but that's here. just cold drinking. But you can leave I, it over there. <laughs> I do think eating it, like having a frozen serving, is the perfect way to have it. Oh my god, it's so delicious. What is, what necessarily constitutes eating is like. All drinking, eating, but not all eating, drinking? That is a uh, an interesting philosophical question for which I do not have an answer. <laughs> okay. I like that. How well, how, what, how do you feel? What is it, I, how does I, it make you feel? In general, I would say drinking, it has to be liquid or fluid enough to be able to tilt back and sip, yeah. which at the rate that that's melting, that you are now drinking that. Yeah. You but, can you can't eat that anymore. It's but, it's
1: not grossing. so so you're saying
0: eating and drinking are completely different things? I I would say so. You because they both fall under the umbrella of consuming. Oh, consuming being
1: the, the umbrella consuming being equivalent to whiskey. Because bourbon and scotch are both whiskey, but not all Yeah, the whole all is, A is B, but not all B is A kind of thing. That's where I'm going with yeah. this. Like Consuming is the umbrella, like you yes. said, and then eating and drinking are mutually exclusive of each other, but fall or, under or, that or, umbrella. Yes, correct. Okay.
0: I would agree with that. So these are the logic bombs that you come to Craft podcast for. <laughs> and before we get into the topic, which, by the way, is New Year's resolutions, which Historically, I think are kind of dumb and overrated. I just think like if you're going to do something just do it. You don't need the calendar to change, but they are useful tools for some people. And also, Tommy has always had really good ones historically. I don't know if you still do that, but like you used to write them up and post them and everything. Yeah. So
1: I I actually so the the one I did the best on was the very first one I did. I, I remember it was like one of my first or t- first 5 Instagram posts yeah. is I was like I want to post something like, and I was using social media as a tool to like keep me accountable. Accountabil- accountability. Yeah. So it was, um, like, I it was something I did something different every month, but I stayed true to it like every month. And I, you know what? I'm just gonna pull it out for example. Cause nice.
0: This might be helpful.
1: You have to an old one. Listeners. I love it. Listen,
0: While you're bringing that up, Tommy, I do want to start with one quick shout out. Okay, go ahead. I had a great moment this morning. Because I, by the way, it is January 2nd, the day after the new year. And um, I decided I wanted to sell one of our two Loaded Lines hoodies. So Loaded Lines are a bullshit NFT that we have with Crypto.com. And we got the hoodies for free through them if you were a holder. And I, I was like, we don't need two. We're just going to keep the one. And there, I also got Crypto.com socks maybe a month or two ago. And I sold. I put them on eBay. And some guy messaged me, and he was like, would you accept CRO, which is Crypto.com's native token? And I was like, yeah, hit me up on the social platform that has a little blue bird. Because if you say certain things, eBay scans your messages for you trying to take business off their platform. This is not illegal. It's just against their policy. And obviously, I'm all about that, because I don't have to pay them fees. We had a great conversation. struck up a deal immediately, and it was a good faith thing. Like, he sent me the CRO, and I was like... I'm sending you the package because, you know, at that point, I don't, nothing's beholding me to that other than my word. Sent it to him, tracking, great transaction. That was about a month ago. And then today, I was like, hey, I promise I'm not going to be an annoying piece of shit and try and sell you stuff. But I was like, I feel like you might be interested. I just listed the hoodie and it's this price. I, you know, inflated it heavily, but I was like, you know, I'll, I'll, I'm open to any offers. And I just wanted you to get a crack at it. And he was like, Yes, he offered me 50% of my very high asking okay. and I was like, "Yep, sounds great." <laughs> nice. And it was two transactions then with this guy, total stranger, taking out the middleman and it's one of those moments that got me energized about why we need crypto. Yeah. And it was it was just amazing and I want to shout out to Kevin and say thanks, man. I I I hate humanity, but I like individual humans. Okay. That's that's <laughs> that's what I wanted to say.
1: How many what what is the percentage of individual humans in humanity that you like? How many well, would you
0: think? I don't know. Here's the thing. Give I can, me a percentage. <laughs> I, I, I can't. Okay. I can get along with most people, and I can find good in most people. But just collectively in large numbers, I can't stand people. But whenever I get to know somebody individually, then it's different, which is funny. Is I think that's the opposite of Larry David. He in curb your enthusiasm. He says he hates individual people, but he he's he like he likes mankind. Yeah. I'm the complete opposite of that. So,
1: I uh, I get a lot of Larry David on my uh, TikTok these mm-hmm. days, just like clips from Curb. And I saw one this morning where, uh, and you'll probably know this episode really well. I guess uh, it was a clip of. Larry calling out David Schwimmer, Ross from Friends, yes, yes, and on the plane because I guess David Schwimmer said that his seat was reclined. What's the story well, behind the episode?
0: There's def- there's an episode where like uh, Larry's complaining about this. Trail mix or something, snack mix that I think his dad owns, meaning David Trimmer's dad owns, or something like that. And he's like, There's like no cashews in here. He's like, (laughs) It says cashews, and there's like, There's one cashew. (laughs) It's a classic Larry David plot.
1: Uh, But does he end up coming in contact with? Ross
0: on the plane? Pro, it's been a while. Okay. I mean, that sounds about right, yeah. or who knows what it was from. I mean, he might have even made some little shorts or something, but okay. it's it's so good, dude. All of his grievance, not all, most of Larry David's grievances are legitimate. Yeah, oh my God, that's <laughs>
1: what makes it so good. And, and
0: relatable, yeah. yeah. Um, all
1: so right,
0: Tommy's, what year was this?
1: Uh, I have it on the top of my post here, and actually, for you folks who actually follow me on Instagram, yeah, it wasn't, it was... At Tommy Spitta. Well, well in. Yeah, at Tommy Spitta. It was like maybe my 40th post. I I thought it was a lot earlier than that. But it starts out uh, 2016, and it was 12 months of different things to do. You know, like varying degrees of difficulty, I would say. January being cut drama and annoying social media out of my life. So easy enough. You know, I I tried to make them bite-size. Uh, Some other ones on here are going to the actual gym three times a week, cooking dinner three times a week, April, I have hidden, but for all of you, that 2016, I can say it was like seven years ago, was no porn for a month. Oh, nice. You know? So just in, in
0: <laughs> for a month. Yeah.
1: <laughs> well, actually, I think I ended up trying to stack a lot of these, and that was one of the I'm I'm a very, I, I rarely watch porn these days, anyways. I have a wife, and I'm very happy in my I, relationship. I
0: abstain <laughs> completely myself. I think it's terrible for you. It, so that's it's, good.
1: It's really interesting. I, I've had this conversation with, um, a lot of my friends these days, and it re- you do end up ramping down uh, for the most part. I know there's still, or,
0: or you should anyway. Yeah, yeah.
1: I mean, like once you're in a committed relationship, I would say most people are happy and get what they need.
0: Uh, yeah, and for the it's most just part, like, hey, take your shirt off. <laughs> I, I, like I would be thrilled if I were the woman in that case. Yeah, but that's they're,
1: I would say there. Let's we'll save that for another. Episode. Yeah, that's a good topic.
0: <laughs> we'll, we'll do that sometime. But
1: um, point point being, you know, like all of these were easy enough that that I I just wanted to improve my life a little bit and I posted it and it actually got a like a good following like I, I it only says that I had like 37 likes on this particular post or hearts or whatever they are on mm-hmm. Instagram but I I remember getting a lot of texts from people and being like wow maybe I should make a thing out of this so I I normally post every year like when what my New Year's resolutions are the following year I I did like a quarterly thing rather than a monthly thing yep the the year after that I did like seven things that I have to accomplish every week that was 2018 uh I don't know if I posted something in 20 uh, yeah I haven't posted anything since 2018 but I've continued to keep them like my New Year's resolutions dear to my heart um. Uh, last year, I did have uh, a post that, or not a post, a um, a notepad on my phone that I was keeping them to myself and doing them. This year, I have not thought about it much, but I would like to. Yeah. W- I would like to get into it with you if you would wouldn't mind helping me this yeah, year. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Should I dive in then? Yeah. Go okay. Ahead. So again, I I typically don't do these, but. As I was talking, especially with uh, friends James and John, were over for the new year, and I was talking to them out on the balcony, smoking a stogie, many drinks in. You know, we got into some good conversations. So um, I'll I'll start with I think one of the ones that was funny that came up during that conversation was just committed to fewer hangovers. Mm. Like, dude, we're we're too old for that. Truly, I mean, we're thirty two years Still old. Still haven't gotten one. Good. There's there's no reason to be getting hangovers. So like, just. Be more conscientious about the drinking and and just drink water, you or, know? or end the night earlier before exactly. you go to bed. So many things, and if and if you start early in the day, like if you drink for ten straight hours, like even if moderately, that's probably going to be a problem. So just you know, just be more conscientious with all that. That's sort of my thing, and because I think what really brought that on is we had a big Christmas party, a diehard Christmas party, and the day after, Tara and I had top three hangovers of our life. And got out of bed at like five PM. And and I was so disgusted with myself and like the gift of another day from God, and that's what I did with it. It was disgusting. I was like, <laughs> I'm done. So that was so one. Of needless my- to say it was not worth it. No, it's it's absolutely not worth it. So that was uh one Sometimes I well, I like I just said,
1: I had never gotten a real hangover like Which some I just don't people. understand. Neither do I, but thank you, Papa Spitali. Yeah. Um I, we talked about that on many episodes. Yeah. But it, it's um I've never regretted the next day, ever. Like, no matter how much I've drank, you know, I've been like... Wow. I, you know, I've had nights where I've drank too much and I've ended up throwing up before going to bed, but I've never woke up the next day and go, what was I thinking? Which I imagine a lot of people do.
0: Yeah, and it's not even, like, the quantity that I had that night, I've had that much or more before, for sure. But I just, I for some reason, that night I didn't drink water. I was really bad about that, and that was the uh, the nail in my coffin. So... Do you have any others uh, that you want to jump in with? Now well, we can rotate.
1: I mean, I mean, simple enough. The, the the classic here is I just need to get back into working out a little. Of bit course, more. I, I I already I worked out you know a bunch of Peloton classes before you got here today, and I do have a one month goal of making. I'm going to work out every day until our ski trip. Oh, nice! Because That's I a good hate idea. when I get. Onto the mountains and I like, man, my, my legs feel weak as fuck. You know, I wish I was working out more. So I'm going to be doing a lot of legs this month, hopefully to be good for a couple of days of skiing.
0: That's a good, actually, I should do a lot more leg stuff running for, I will say at the very minimum running because that we're going two days and we're skiing the one day, then an off day in the middle. I, or is it two in a row? I can't remember. Oh, I think. Tara said two, two in, in a row. row. Yeah. And that that can screw you up. Yeah. Because you know, that sometimes the day after you're just like, oh my God, I can't move. Cause mm-hmm. you use when you're skiing, you use every muscle in your body, including ones that you're like, Oh, I didn't know I had this. Yeah. So I, I like to make sure you do a lot of calves. Okay. That's that's well, my I'll, thing. I'll do calf raises. That's a good call. Thank you. So um easy too. Actually, I'll give these are two quick follow-ups from both of those topics. Uh, one of them. Last episode, Tommy, you said you wanted to make pickles. Oh, yeah. Specifically yeah, yeah. pickled cucumbers. Fuck yeah. I'm yeah. glad you reminded me of that. I'm going to so, put it in my phone now. So you're going to make your own pickles. <laughs> yeah. And I also have a food product. Oh, nice. Okay. One time in 2022, we made our own homemade limoncello, but it was kind of oh, yeah. like a test batch. Yeah. But I crushed it. So I want to make a full batch and share it with others. Yeah. Maybe even more than one, but that's, that's for sure one consumable thing I want to make. And you then know, my...
1: I'll say something. Go. Uh, bouncing off of that, uh, my dad had a uh, limoncello at our Christmas Eve dinner. Uh-huh. And I i know we know this. This is another thing. I'm not a limoncello fan. I thought yours was the best I ever had. And that stays true after the limoncello that he had brought. I was like, what the fuck? This is awful. And Good. I was like, I would take Alex's over this yes. any day.
0: Thank you. I, that is That just validates me and, and motivates me all the more. Thank you. Um, the I guess there's there's uh, i'll do two more and then i have a final one the another consumable thing i love doing new recipes mm. I, I i truly i truly love cooking and tara has gotten a knack for it too as well and like t- together because of each other we have been cooking a lot more we were actually pretty good at, about it especially in like the second half of 2022 so i just want to it's, I don't have, like, a specific goal. I just want to keep that train rolling and, more importantly, make things that I've never made before, especially if I read about a new wacky food to try. Like, there was this thing that I just saw yesterday, um, our Uber Eats drop or Postmates driver. It says – it allows them to list their favorite food, and he was – I'm going to say generally Middle Eastern – and his favorite food was mansaf i don't know how to pronounce it m a n s a f so i looked it up it's a traditional jordanian dish made of lamb cooked in a sauce of fermented dried yogurt and served with rice or bulgur and i was like fuck yes or what I was the that. very last word yeah, bulgur yeah b u l g u r it's some sort of a uh like a grain or something like oh. it. and it's used in a lot of um uh, middle eastern cuisine but yeah just i love trying new wacky foods and recipes so i want to keep that train going Yeah, you guys are pretty you guys have
1: been good about that keeping the train going is a good word yeah. for it it's not necessarily a resolution for you and yeah Sarah. I,
0: I actually many of these are just kind of like general hey keep this in mind alex for 2023 yeah. and my exercise thing keep i'm a big believer when it comes to exercise resolutions set the bar incredibly low. (laughs) If you set it high, you're going to fail. Right, yeah. In general, nine out of ten times. So all Tara and I are doing are just ten laps around our community. A lap is a lousy half mile. Mm -hmm. So we're talking five miles an entire week. Mm -hmm. So like we did four laps last night. Nice. We might do two and four. You know what I mean? If I can't do that, I should just kill myself.
1: You always inspire me whenever you have, like you have some good ones for that kind of stuff. So I'm glad. I'm going to put that down too because we... Our Our loop here down to the end of the cul-de-sac, and then we normally come back past our house and go down to the uh, to the park down here mm-hmm. and then come back up the hill. that always takes like 25 thirty minutes, which I've always equated 20 minutes a mile. So if it takes 25 30 minutes, it's probably one point5.: Yeah,
0: I can also show you a really cool tool that I've been using online um, literally since college to uh, plot out running and walking. Uh, routes, and I, you can get an exact amount of uh, see exactly what it is because it depends on how fast you're walking. But uh, yeah, it's just, I feel like the two healthiest and easiest things you can do for your health are one, drink water, good water, and two, walk. You know, we're going to do some jogging and running, but like you have to walk. Yeah. If you don't walk, you're going to die. Yeah. <laughs> you're not going to have a good life. Yeah.
1: So, I, 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 Feel better when I'm out walking. I'm always like, "Wow, this is the easiest thing in the world. Exactly, just, just do it, and it feels good.
0: Yeah, it does. And and you walk through things in your mind, pun intended, which is going to lead into my final one. Do you have any more to to interject with, Tommy? I'll, I'll jump in if
1: I need yeah, to. Yeah, go. I don't. Oh, I mean, you, oh, I see.
0: Okay, so my last one, and this is not me doing a sales pitch. It works for me. We uh, for listeners who know me, I'm I was born. And I was baptized Catholic, I was raised Methodist, and then I like wasn't getting anything out of it. I didn't feel compelled to go to church, blah, blah, blah. And sometime in my teens, I kind of I was like getting whiffs of Catholicism, and I would talk to my dad, and he was an amazing source of uh, inspiration for me because he never once told me, you should do this, you should do that. He was just like, this is what I do, and then Rita and I love it, and blah, blah, blah. I learned more and more as I went, and I think I've told people this before, but I remember the thing that made me like for sure want to uh pursue catholicism was getting on airplanes i'm just i'm like 100% convinced i'm going to die and i'm like well i'd like to do a confession first cuz that's something that's unique for roman catholics and other types of catholics i'm sure like eastern uh orthodox and whatnot but um i was like i want to do confession he's like well if you want to do confession then you would have to become catholic so i was like what do i have to do looked into it long story short i converted when i was I don't know, early 20s, 23, something like that. And it it just works for me. I think spirituality is a very personal thing. Religion is less important to me. It's just like a vehicle of how you practice your spirituality. And I went, I started going to Mass before I even became Catholic. It was, um, I want to say it was November of 2011, and I didn't miss a single weekly Mass for seven and a half years. Mm-hmm. Not one. Yeah, And then... Fucking COVID happened. I thought I thought it was before that and I thought I had something to do with it. Mm-mm. No, I never, ever, ever broke it. Okay. Not not one weekly mass. And then piece of shit COVID. And I did the online shit. And let me tell you, I don't get anything out of watching it. Yeah. It's just it's not the same. So that went by the wayside. Like we even went when we traveled. And actually it was one of my favorite things about traveling, like finding the most beautiful, ornate, historical church. It was a really cool thing. And just fell off the wagon it's, you know, we've gone sporadically. I actually, I didn't want to go even on Christmas because I was like, I used to hate people who only go on Christmas. Yeah. Like, why go at all? So I didn't. But then I figured, hey, I was like, Tara, let's let's go to Mass for New Year's because this was a a twofer. Here's another fun fact for everybody, and I know I'm building this up a lot, sorry. But uh, New Year's Day is actually a holy day of obligation for Catholics, meaning you have to go to Mass. And usually, if it if it falls during the week or whatever, you go on that day and you have to go to an extra mass. It sucks. This fell on Sunday. So nice. you get your double credit. Nice. You get your weekly credit and the Holy Day of Obligation. So we went, uh, technically, we went to the Saturday Vigil Mass. And Tara and I went in there, had our mass. It was 50 minutes. It was great. <laughs> and we walked out. And the first thing I said was, I really needed that. And Tara said, Me too. Nice. And I told her, I said, I, I I said I can't tell you how much shit I just worked through in my head in there because mass for me it's it's a time for uh like like reserved time for not intense but profound prayer introspection think you know and I listen during the homily and everything but a lot of the responsorial psalms and and everything else like you're just kind of going through the motions but um and the readings are important of course but that is all to say that. I want to get back to Mass because it's very good for me personally. Yeah. And, and I also always joke with people, especially if you're Catholic, don't pay for therapy. Just go to Mass. <laughs> it is the best therapy in the world, and it's free. Actually, it, that's a good point. Dude, it's incredible. Yeah. So th- that's just what works for us. So um, we're going to get back to that this well, year.
1: Well, in in uh, an easier I would say easier and more bite size and you don't have to be Catholic way of doing this introspection is meditation, obviously. Yeah, exactly. And, and I, you know, I've really gotten out of, out of it. I, I was doing really good for the first, you know, three or four months of 2022, whatever happened, you know, like you just get off of the the bandwagon, as mm-hmm. you said, and and you just, it's so hard to come back to it. But even like, just, I, I've noticed that just sitting and like sitting and not playing with my phone and just being in the moment is like it becomes more and more difficult the more you desensitize yourself with everything. Yep, with all the stimulation in the world and yep. everything. And when I get back into that, into that like moment of, of peace and sitting with yourself, and if for you it's at church and like having being able to have your introspective introspection. Um, it's just so important for your well being. Yes, I would say. And uh, you're you're saying it's just what works for me. I'm saying it will work for everybody if they find were your to... own way to do it. Yeah, it doesn't <laughs>
0: mean you have to become Catholic and go to mass. Yeah. It just means do something that is equivalent to that, and yeah. it will help you. Next time, I agree.
1: Here, here's actually a really good. I, I'm gonna use this getting onto my pedestal and giving everybody yeah. advice and everything. Uh, I, whenever I am in a. Purposeful waiting spot. Like, let's, for example, let's just say you're waiting for the doctor. Mm -hmm. You're in the doctor's office. You're waiting for them to call you. Purposefully don't get on your phone. Just like you're, you're, you have to be there. Just exist. Just exist, you know, and, and give yourself five minutes of just not pulling your phone out. Let yourself be uncomfortable and think and look around and, and, and like come up with stories in, in your head. Use your brain. Don't just hit the, um, don't pull the lever. Don't the pull slot the lever. lever. Yeah, yeah. Uh, of, of social media, you know, variable schedule reward messages, mail, whatever you do on your phone. Just five minutes, like. And I'm not even saying you don't have you have to spend the whole time not playing on your phone, but god damn it, people, just five minutes of. Next time you catch yourself reaching for your phone, just don't.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, Tommy, you worded that elo- very eloquently and beautifully. I could not agree with you more. I I do try and do that more and more often, like. Um, You know, this this is a funny example, but Tara begs me to play Elden Ring nonstop because she just wants to watch me play. And then as soon as she does, I'm like, all right, put your phone down. Mm-hmm. You, you wanted me to play autumn ring you're gonna sit here and watch me play autumn ring you know, like it's that's and then she does and she loves it yeah but um i know that's another distraction not really you're you're focusing on that the phone is the ultimate distraction another good example is at restaurants and bars and stuff tvs oh yeah. if i ever own an establishment no tvs Ooh. because people, choice. people just like stare up at shit and it's yeah. like no yeah just stay at home then yeah you know what i mean like sit there talk to talk to a stranger talk to the people that you're with i don't know so i'm I'm right there with you, but um, I purposefully when I go to restaurants, I I sit not facing the TV, yeah, because I know my hat, my eye your hat. eyes it's, go to it,
1: yeah, dude. It's, Especially if there's sports on, fuck.
0: There you go, <laughs> everybody, pay attention next time you're in a restaurant and there's TVs, your eyes will go to it, and then you're like, wait, I didn't, I didn't even make the decision to look at the TV. I'm just doing it. It happened, right. so it's really weird. Um, I swear, there was one final little note to all of that. You were talking about the meditation and everything, but. Oh, yeah. One of the, like, I had those, those very profound, those, I had some very profound prayers that day. And uh, one of them, I literally apologized to God. I was like, I'm sorry for only praying when I'm on airplanes. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to do better this year. <laughs> yeah. Cause I, historically, I did, but I need that regimen in my life to like keep it there. I need somebody to tell me, you got to be here every week. Yeah. So it just works. So anything I, else, Tommy? I, I, no.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, see so you. Um, it,
0: I, do
1: miss church um i actually really liked it whenever you gave me that option when we were living together and you were yeah. like you want to come to church with me i mean i probably took you up on it like 75% of the time not yeah. every time but i i was always i i never regretted it especially cuz we normally went and got like lunch afterwards and yeah. i love that yeah. but um but that aside from that it it is it it was it was a form of meditation exactly you know? And, and man, is that shit important. I, that's another thing I'm going to have to put on my list because I that was part of my 2022 resolution was I was doing like like three meditations a week or something like that. And I was even using my VR. Mm-hmm. I, I had a VR app. Did I ever show it to you? I don't think so, no. It was called Maloka, M-A-L-O-K-A. And just like there's so many ways of like finding what works for you. But this one was was especially cool. Because I mean, it, it was video game meditation, you know. Like I in in the VR world, which is just so crazy to sound twenty twenty three. Fuck, but um, it, it, that was really neat, and I need to get back into that. Um, but I did just talking about this, and I thought about you know the future and everything. Something unrelated, I wanted to bring up. Um, have you heard about Chat GPT? Yes, I've heard about it. Man, is that blowing up out of nowhere in the last week. Tell everybody what it is. And it did. I agree. And then all of a sudden, it's all everybody talks about. It's like it's AI, um, online AI, automation AI, right? So like you can go to this website, chat GPT, and basically ask a normal question in your own words to chat GPT. Like make me a meal plan for the next um, three to four weeks with that's high in protein. And it literally will spit you out a meal plan. Like, you don't have to pay. It, it it can write code for you, like, for programmers. It can write you a children's book. Like, there's so many useful uses, I should say. I'm scared to say useful because I'm afraid it's the end of the world. Right. But it is, it, it's It's kind of weird how fast it's catching on, and I'm a little worried about it.
0: Dude, when you look at, um, you know, the technology curve of industrial civilization, you know, of civilization. When we hit the industrial revolution, if you look at the chart, it's like flat, 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 kind of moving. And then you hit the industrial revolution and it goes like straight up from there. And then of course, when you hit like the, the late 20, 20- what is the graph that you're plotting? right now? Like, uh, the like the evolution of technology. Oh, okay, gotcha. And and how it's progressed for for humanity, and especially mm-hmm. when you get to the very end of the twentieth century. So like the nineties, and then the and like two thousand, it it practically goes straight up. Yeah. And that's what is scary because it's like we're in that area where it, something's going to happen like really really crazy and drastically change all of our lives like overnight. <sighs> so yeah, it's starting to stress me out a
1: little bit, and and especially with this AI thing, like. I, I, the way that it's being talked about this last week, and I mean, everything's doomsday. And right. I try to, I try to put that all into perspective too. That no matter what news is fed to you, it's like 90% of the time, it's doomsday. It's never feel good stories. No. But, um, so with that in mind, this did strike a chord with me because I just thought about all the jobs that can be taken away, eliminated. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And it's it, it, terrifying. And I, j- and then it made me think and maybe this is a good way to round out our episode here like man is it nice to have a human skill that can't be that can never be automated like for example you know a craft a craft like like building something with your hands that a machine could like do on a mass scale but like the fine tuning that a hand needs that would be nice to learn something like that
0: well and and i have two things to say about that that are Scary cooking, as cooking, as, you know? as a rebuttal though, like when you say fine tune, it requires a human hand. They have those Da Vinci medical machines yeah. that perform <laughs> surgeries better than people, so yeah. that's terrifying. But and they then, need an operator, don't they? Um, probably. Yeah. I don't claim to know any more than what I just said. Yeah. Um, so there's that, and then here's the other problematic thing one I, one area I thought you were going to say is you know like art or art artistic you know quality, cre- but like those those things that generate images, Chat Chad GPT can do that. Like I've yeah, seen people go, like,
1: make me, make me, uh, paint me a picture of my daughter using watercolor. And it'll fucking paint you a picture with like an artistic hand. And yeah. it's like, okay, now, now artists are out of job. Coders are out of job. Uh, meal prep people yeah. are out of job, personal like, trainers, personal trainers. Yeah. All of this shit. Like you can just basically say, I don't need that industry anymore. And that's, That's why I'm like, what is next? Like, do we just have to, do humans have to come up with another idea for like a job that's useful? Yeah. I I don't know. I
0: I agree that overall it's a very bad thing (laughs) and it's going to end poorly. (laughs) Happy New Year!
1: Hey! Happy 2023, everybody.